With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, episode 132. Thank you for downloading. This is your host, Adam, from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can send me an email, GolfUnfiltered at gmail.com or Adam at GolfUnfiltered.com. You can find me on Twitter, at GolfUnfiltered. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Folks, we are uh, happy to welcome back Sam Weprapasorn from Cut Golf. Uh, those are the folks that are making a lot of waves right now in the golf ball equipment industry. They're an indie golf brand based out of California who we had on the show a few months ago to share their story about getting started. And I got to tell you, folks, they have caught fire, uh, mainly because of their new golf ball, the Cut Gray. So they have uh, four golf ball options, all based and named on different colors. Uh, of course, there's red, white, and blue. And then, of course, they've got their new gray. I've played each of the golf balls. Uh, I've played two rounds with the cut grays most recently. And I got to say, I say this actually a few times in this episode. Sorry for being so redundant. But they are great. Really enjoy them. I don't know how they get away with it. <laughs> i got to be honest with you. Uh, I hope nothing but the best for these guys. But these are fantastic, fantastic golf balls. And so you can go out and find them at cutgolfco.com. I actually managed to butcher that website address a couple times in the episode, so you'll have a good laugh at that. But uh, aside from that, before we get to the conversation, please go out and rate us five stars on iTunes. Leave us a comment or any type of feedback that you want in the rating. We take that very seriously. So folks, without much further ado, sit back, relax, listen to our great conversation with Mr. Sam Weprapasorn from Cut Golf. Folks, welcome back, and as I mentioned at the top of the show, we are welcoming back Mr. Sam Weprapasorn from Cut Golf Company. Uh, Sam, it's been a while since you and I last spoke, and uh, first and foremost, how are you doing today? Yeah, uh, well, Adam, thanks for having us back on, or I should say having me back on. I really appreciate that. Um, let's see, how am I doing today? I, I think the uh, the best way to describe that is uh, busy, busier, and busiest. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, you're a, you're a small business owner. You're an indie golf brand. You got a lot of competition in that space. But things have been going, at least from my perspective, things have been going really well for you guys over there at Cut Golf. Yeah, they have been. Um, you know, we we launched end of uh, March. Uh, got a great boost from from the Masters, as most golf brands will and, and do. And you know, after that, I mean, it's just been. It's, it's been uh, an interesting ride to say the least. Um, you know, I, and I think right now it's safe to say that cut in a way is starting to come out of that beta mode and, and really starting to, to really want to sink its teeth into the market. You know, cut has been getting a lot of attention on the forums over at the hackers paradise. Shout out to my friends over there at THP media. And, uh, you know, Sam, I know you're a, you're a frequent contributor to that forum as well. 
Um, for the folks who may not have heard the first episode that you were on, you and uh, your partner Matt were on the episode uh, about a couple months ago, I want to say now. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, give us a quick, just high-level rundown of what Cut Golf is and where we can find you. Okay, so first off, you can find us on our website, uh, www.cutgolfco.com. Uh, so that's the first version of our website, and part of the things that keeps us busy here on a day-to-day basis is we're currently working on an update to the website. Uh, when that will ro- exactly roll out, I'm, I'm not sure right now. I don't want to make any commitments and uh, you know make our, our creative director uh, <laughs> overly nervous, if you will. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... Is, is uh he's extremely talented but uh you know sometimes with that uh putting out your best work also requires uh that you you do take your time with it so i completely understand that and support it yeah so look cut golf is you know it's it's a team of friends i mean we're we're all friends here first and foremost um who essentially we all we all joined one cause which was to essentially deliver a quality golf ball to golfers of all skill levels at a reasonable price um, with, with, you know, and I like to say, Hey, no, no, no frills, no gimmicks, no nonsense. We're going to deliver what we would refer to as a premium quality golf ball at 1995, starting from your first dozen. It's an amazing business opportunity as well as an opportunity for players that don't want to spend a ton of cash on golf balls. And Sam, as you know, quite well, uh, you could spend a lot of money on a dozen golf balls, and listeners to this show know that, you know, uh, sometimes we feel like we just kind of have to do that. But what Cut Golf is doing uh, so well is offering that that lower priced option without compromising quality. And one of the golf balls that I had the chance to play recently is the Cut Gray. Now I've played, I've had the privilege of playing all the golf balls that you offer, Sam, over at Cut Golf. You've got the blue, you've got the white, you've got the red, and you've also got the cut gray. And I got to tell you, and listeners, I don't say this just to say it because I've got Sam on the show. This is a fantastic golf ball, Sam. I, I don't know how you're doing it over there, but can you let us know a little bit about what the cut gray golf ball actually entails? Sure. So it's a three-piece construction. It's a urethane cover. Um, you know, we pretty much developed it in, in partnership with our, with our manufacturer. And, you know, what we're able to do is really go in and specify a dimple pattern. We're able to at least specify compression, uh, within reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we listen to the market. I mean, I'm on those message boards. I may not be actively engaged day in, day out, you know, responding to folks on there, but a, a lot of what we do on there is we're just listening. And, you know, there's there's a trend to deliver a softer golf ball, which when we launched out uh, out of the gate with the cut blue was, you know, let's just say it's on the firmer side. Um, and, and you know what? The cut blue has been well received. But right now, cut gray is you know, I like to say it's uh, it, it's 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 hot. It's doing very <laughs> well. <laughs> It's doing very well, been very well received by our audience. And, you know, I I think we found a common ground to make, you know, to deliver both a soft golf ball, a firm golf ball, and and meet everyone in the middle. And as I mentioned, I mean, it it is truly fantastic. And uh, you had mentioned in the first time that you had appeared on this show that you do work with a manufacturer that's overseas. We don't have to go into who that is or anything, but to talk a little bit about 
the the cut gray in further detail it's an 80 compression as you mentioned it's a little bit softer than the 90 compression that you were dealing with uh, with the four piece the cut blue um, it's got a 312 dimper, dimple pattern gearheads who listen to this show like to know that type of stuff and so having played the golf ball myself I was really surprised at the amount of spin that this thing was generating. Now, granted, I played on a softer golf course in a wet, soggy Chicago area, (laughs) but it was still a really high-performing golf ball, and I noticed no drop in distance. I noticed probably an increase in the spin rates, even though I didn't have a ball launch monitor out there. But I just loved the feel around the greens, and I was really, really surprised at how well a 1995 per dozen golf ball could perform Sam, I imagine that a lot of the feedback you're receiving is pretty similar to that. It is. It is. And and what I've what I've learned and possibly I've alluded to on a prior visit to uh, to Golf Unfiltered is if you ask a room full of ten golfers what they think about your golf ball, you get about fifteen or sixteen different responses. <laughs> and one thing that you know, one thing that that we're very comfortable with over here is really understanding that that we can't make everybody happy. Right. I mean, and, and we live in this world of, you know, social media, Facebook and Instagram these days. And you have people that like to troll you. And that's fine. I mean, we've had people that say, hey, I, I, I don't like your ball. And that's OK, too. I'll mm-hmm. still be, be your friend. <laughs> um, so, you know what? If, if everyone liked every single golf ball out there, then then some of the big boys would have like 90 percent of the market share. Right. But we know that that's not not the case. So there's there's enough market out there for 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 a cut and there's enough market for all the other guys as well. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned the big boys and, you know, Sam, uh, let's just be honest. I mean, you and I have chatted offline and, and we know that. In this market space of golf balls, I mean, there are some heavy hitters. And, you know, we won't mention them by name, but listeners to the show, and if you've played golf for two minutes, you know who we're referring to. Uh, how has been the uh, – how has the reception been from your competition? I know when you and I spoke earlier a couple months ago, you had mentioned you were kind of, you know, maybe a little nervous or anxious to see what that response would be. It's a few months later now. You're getting a lot of traction. You yourself said that the cut gray is really hot right now. What has been the feedback from your competition? Uh, to date, you know, I, I think we, in a way, have have almost flown under their radar. Um, you know, I think we're over here doing our thing. We're not really infringing on their territory. Um, you know, meaning, you know, for instance, there's an industry person that says, oh, well, no one ever sells golf equipment on Instagram. And I, you know, I, just, <laughs> I chuckled and I said, well, that's the only way we sell, sell our product, you know, is basically through Instagram. You know, that's where it's, we're, all, we're all started. Hmm. And now we're, we're really picking up traction through Facebook and, and really, you know, sinking our teeth into our, our digital advertising strategy. So, look, we're, we're over here kind of doing our own thing. Um, one thing I will say is I, I think you've known me long enough to know that I'm not going to come out and say, Hey, we're, we're a better ball than those guys over there. We right. can, we you know, it's going to go further. It's, it's, it's going to, you know, launch lower, higher, spin more, you know, spin less off the tee. That's, that's just not what our messaging is. And, and that's where I go back to, you know, it's a no nonsense sort of approach that we've taken here. Um, and we just communicate in, in a completely different way to our customers. 
You know, I think that's really key what you just said, and maybe something that that the average golf player doesn't pick up on. You you are making no claims whatsoever as far as how your golf balls will perform. You will not find any of that language anywhere on your website or on your social media accounts, as you pointed out, nor are you on any of the forums you're visiting or anything of that nature making any claims like that, which is really important, I think an extremely smart thing to do. Yeah. And, and by the way, you know, our sleeves aren't blank. Well, not blank, but they're, you know, they're, they're not missing copy and diagrams and this, that, and the other on, on, on accident. That was, that's entirely done on purpose. You know, what, what I, you know, when I, when I was building this out with Matt and, and with everybody else here, you know, the main thing is I, I wanted some level of ambiguity to the product, right? Because I, you know, you, you run along, you tell someone, well, that ball's uh, you know, X compression, and they've already got this pre you know, determined notion in their head as to what that ball is going to do, how it's going to feel, um, or you know what this is. Yeah, we we've got to identify things like it's a three piece versus four piece, it's a urethane versus sterling cover. Sure, you know those are things that we got to be forthcoming about. But you know we're very uh, cognizant of the fact that we just do not go around speaking in typical golf ball vernacular. And it really speaks to what you mentioned about how you're doing, you're generating sales, you're generating sales through Instagram, you're generating sales through other social media outlets. You are essentially going old school by using, by using new school technology. You are spreading by word of mouth. And hopefully listeners to this podcast will also catch on to that because I got to tell you again, listeners, this is probably the third time I've said this in this conversation. These are great golf balls. I I really implore all of you to go out and check these golf balls out. I mean, you're going to be doing yourself a disservice if you don't go to golf, golf cut, cut golf, co.com folks. I'm so excited. I can't even say the URL it's cut golf co.com to go and look at the, the options that they have. Because really, I mean, again, I have played these golf balls. I have scored really well with them. And again, Sam, it's just I can't say enough about them. But, you know, you've, you've as we mentioned, you're, you're moving right along. You're spreading the, the word of cut golf through social media, through word of mouth. You're learning lessons along the way as well. You're still a budding and, uh, and fledgling uh, startup in the golf ball space. What has been so far to date the biggest lesson that you've learned as you've gone through this journey? Oh man. Uh, that's a tough, that's a good, that's a, Adam, that's a really good question. Um, we'll just go with your gut. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of deliberation that, that happens here. There's a lot of debate. Um, we have an extremely talented, intelligent, uh, actually also good looking, you know, <laughs> group of guys that, that, that are all in our camp. And, you know, it's really interesting because I, I think we all have some sort of alpha personality. Um, everyone's, you know, got a very strong education and, and, and career background. So, you know, whether it's the release of a product, whether it's, you know, how do we message this? Um, you know, there's, there's always some good, healthy, debate internally um and you know what i learned is you know at at the end of the day a lot of it 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 just comes back down to my gut um but a lot of it also is you know extending all all the folks in in our camp at least the courtesy to hear them out and you know and to really be able to shape my perspective from there it's always good to have a team like that where you can have that healthy debate 
not everyone's going to have the best idea in the world, you know, and I think that's just something that people have to get real with. I mean, uh, people who listen to this show know that I, I have a day job and I, and I, you know, when I'm not saving the world talking about cut golf balls, <laughs> I'm actually doing a day job where, you know, you kind of have to have that, that intermingling. You have to have that healthy debate. And so it's good to hear that you guys are doing the same. You know, Sam, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the other changes that have been going on at Cut Golf here, and I'm just kind of going on your website. And listeners, again, it's cutgolfco.com. See, Sam, I didn't butcher it that time. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, so I noticed you've also uh, you have some apparel. You've got some some uh, some hats out there that I absolutely love. the The logo that you guys went with is absolutely fantastic, I must say. But you know, something I really enjoy about what you guys do is you offer trial sleeves of any of the golf ball options that you have for a very low price. You just pay a few bucks, you get this trial sleeve, no harm, no foul, you get to try it out. Uh, what made you go with that that option of, of offering just one sleeve that you could go ahead and, and purchase? Well, you know, I, I think that says, I'm sure you can imagine, we're not setting the world on fire selling sleeves at $6.95, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what, That was a that's a way that, you know, we, we, we just, I guess we set out to this to be respond, you know, fiscally uh, responsible. Right. And, you know, not, not to really dangle that carrot out there of, Oh, Hey, free, free golf, golf balls or or free sleeve of golf balls, you know, and and then, and then rope somebody in and then, Oh, by the way, you got to pay us nine bucks worth of shipping. You know, I mean, we, we've seen a few things like that pop up here and there. Um, so we just said, Hey, give us, give us essentially six We'll ship you a sleeve, let you try it. If you like it, come back and get the full dozen. Um, you know, we played around with it. We actually did away with the trial for like, I want to say about two or three weeks mm-hmm. and people were up in arms. I mean, it was really, I mean, you, you think that, you know, you're like, Hey, we're just a little golf ball company over here. No one will notice. And, uh, we get about three, four or five emails a day saying, Hey, where's your trial sleeve at? And that's that's one of the things that we do at Cut. We we listen. I mean, we we don't. I'm I'm definitely the talker in the group, and I'm I'm sure all the guys here will tell you that. But you know, <laughs> as much as much as I like to hear my own voice, I do like to hear our customers out. And if they say, "Hey, bring back the free sleeve," excuse me, if they say, "Bring back the free sleeves." We're gonna bring them back. Well, one of the other changes that I noticed uh, with the model that you're using is you you had a subscription model at one point. Is that something that you've also listened to voice of customer feedback from to uh, to maintain or to do away with? What what's going on with that? Okay, so yes, I mean we we heard it right out of the gate. I mean that that was pretty pretty early on, and even you know like I said, I I listened to all the guys in the camp, right, and and everyone was jazzed about the subscription model. And I was like, yeah. And even to this day, I'm still like, yeah, that's, that's cool. (laughs) You know, but I I think I have that avid um, core golfer mindset of I'm going to go load up on four to six dozen at a time. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go, you know, I'll store them in my garage or what have you. Now, mind you, at the same time, we're still getting people that will message us once again, pretty frequently and say, well, when's the subscription model coming back? It's not done. It's it's at some point. I think next year you'll you'll see it come back into the forefront. You know, and it's it's so important that you guys remain flexible. Like it sounds like you are, and so you know it just really speaks to how serious you guys take that voice of customer feedback. And it's something that you know, frankly, some of the bigger uh, golf ball companies could probably learn a lesson from. 
But uh, it's interesting that, you know, uh, you picked up on that, that mentality that people will go and order in bulk. I do that. You know, I've got, I'm looking in my office right now. I've got six dozen golf balls sitting in the corner, and I, I just got all those at once. And so you're right on with that. But I'm sure that there are others who prefer to purchase their golf balls less frequently or in less uh, amounts than that. So really good stuff well, to hear that. Yeah, and, you, you know, on, on that note, I mean, remember, we have seasonality. I mean, you know this really well, like unlike us uh, Californians out here. You have seasonality that plays into this. Um, you know, like, for instance, on, on my side, you know, I've got a growing family, and my rounds are starting to go down, which is fine, you know. But So it's kind of hard to kind of get locked into, yep, every month I'm going to need X amount of golf balls or, you know, whether it's quarterly or, or what have you. So I think the, the best – the, the the best thing I could tell you at this point is I believe and and when I started this a year ago that that cut had to have a go to the market in a hybrid model um, hybrid of subscription hybrid of direct to consumer um, you know we're we're actually looking to get a little bit more you know into Amazon and at this point we're also open to to some retail possibilities and we're starting to explore those. Exciting stuff all around, and I mean anything that you guys can do to get these golf balls in the golf bags of your fans on social or what have you is probably going to be a good move. And so you know I'm a huge supporter of you guys, uh, and I hope you guys continue to just you know do what you do best. You know you're you're making a lot of waves in the golf equipment industry, and a lot of people are paying attention to you. And so you know that we're going to support you the entire time, Sam. You know. One thing that you mentioned to me and I forgot to mention early on is you guys are also branching out to even a bigger scope with this thing called the Cut Invitational. Why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about what's going on with that? Uh, so the Cut Invitational was was originally um, a way for us to, to really get out in the community and do some fundraising for two initiatives that we were looking at here. Uh, one was, is, is a lot of our, our followers know I'm a hockey coach. I coach here at the Chapman University, our, um, our club program for ice hockey. And so we're always fundraising for those guys. And then when I was starting cut, um, I came across a very inspirational gentleman, um, by the name of Dave Oldershaw and, um, I kid you not, he rolls out to the range to take his practice swings before our round and he rolls out with an oxygen tank. And um, I mean, you know, so you, I mean, you see a lot of weird things on a driving range and and this one has, has has always stuck with me. Hmm. And, uh, you know, so, you know, myself and a few friends were, were, were playing that day. I think it was early on during the year and it was like right around the point where you're, you're getting ready to launch cut. Right. And, you know, you, I, I almost say like you almost get into this lo- a lull and you, you almost forget you get so caught up in the day to day details and, and you almost forget why you're doing this. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I actually had the pleasure of riding with him that day. And, you know, I looked over and I'm like, you know, what's you know, tell me the story here. What's what's up with the oxygen tank? He says, oh, I have brain cancer. Said, oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I mean, I, we know something's up. Right. Right. And then, you know, like. We're about three or four holes in, and he, you know, I said, oh, so what do you do? You know, like, I mean, just trying to make some sort of casual conversation. Sure. And not address that 800-pound gorilla on the room, if right. you will. Right, And, you know, he, he just looks over at me and says, uh, 
I, I play golf and I fight cancer and that's what I do. And I just said, dude, I'm sold. Like, what, wow. what do you need from me? Like, what, what do you need from me? How can I help you? Um, what, <laughs> just, just tell me. Right. I, I, and through that round, that's really where I got this, you know, like it was like one of those spark plugs that, that got put in the engine for cut that day where I said, this is what cuts all about. I'm out here with two of my very good friends playing around with a, you know, with a new friend, if you will. And just, just having fun. Right. And, and I think a lot of us sometimes lose sight of what the game is, right. It's fun mm-hmm. first and foremost. And it was very inspiring um, so Dave and I started trading notes on putting this tournament together. Unfortunately, uh, I want to say about mid July, uh, Dave lost his battle with, with cancer in the Philippines. He was over there for some alternative treatment. And, uh, so we were able to continue with the tournament. Um, we had a tremendous amount of support from some of our great friends on, on social media. Um, you know, like the likes of, of Coach Rusty and and Karen Hart and two girls want a whole. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, I mean, this Colorado golf blog was was instrumental in helping. And you know, I apologize that I'm I can't I don't have time to name all all to to name them all. Sure, but they were so instrumental in really getting the word out and being a part of the event. And you know, right in time for the holidays, we're going to be able to send you know the older Shaw family. You know, uh, hopefully a, a little. Uh, you know, some, some needed support in, in, in the funds that we raised. Wow. That's, that's good stuff there, man. That's, uh, I was not aware of that story and uh, hearing it from you for the first time. That was, uh, that's something good, man. That's good stuff that you guys are doing. And uh, some of the names that you mentioned that helped you out, I know quite well, uh, remotely, <laughs> um, <Yeah>. especially <laughs> Karin and uh, the, you know, the guys over at, uh, you know, Coach Rusty and all them. Um, that, that's really good stuff, Sam. And, you know, I'm just, I'm glad that you guys are doing so well. I, uh, wish you guys nothing but the best. You know, you guys have a friend here at Golf Unfiltered. We will support you any way we can. Um, I have to ask you though, first time we talked, uh, are, are you still guys, are you guys still, uh, fulfilling orders out of your garage? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, (laughs) actually, so we sit around and look at a growth plan and, you know, we, we kind of look at, I, I'm, you know, myself and Dennis really involved with the day-to-day operations of things. And I go, Hey, we can, we can build, look, it doesn't take a lot of space to store a few, you know, a few thousand dozen golf balls. I mean, right. you guys would be shocked if you, if you walked in and said, wait, it, it happens from here. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, all these, all of our followers, anyone that's going to be new to cut, you guys all have to remember that as soon as we go take down, you know, 2,000, 5,000 square foot warehouse in the middle of Southern California, you know, I got to pass that cost on to you. And, <laughs> and right. that's not something that anyone over here is, is, you know, wanting to do. I mean, we will, we have a sustainable model. We have you know, we, we've thought things through as, you know, as, as well as we could so far. And one of the things is like, keep your costs down, you know, you know, be, be as self-sufficient as you can. I personally love packing orders. I mean, I love seeing where this stuff is going. It's, it's actually like a therapeutic part of my day in an interesting sort of manner. Where's the, uh, where's the most unique location or farthest location you've had to ship to so far? Oh, um, Actually, it's a good question. Um, 
unique location has been a military base. Really? Yes. Interesting. We've we've seen those come across. <laughs> Sorry, uh, someone on my on our live Instagram feed just said Paso Robles, California. I thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, yes, Paso Robles is interesting, but yeah, military base is a, you know has been interesting. Um, I think at this point we have shipped uh, to as you can imagine every state lower in the lower forty eight. Hawaii has already seen orders. I think we've shipped something up to Alaska. Wow. Puerto, Puerto Rico and you know obviously we hope our friends down there are doing well yep um so it's 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 been it's been a trip that's for sure that's awesome man I'd love to hear it uh, again I, I can't say enough how much I like you guys and uh thanks again Sam for taking some time this evening to to catch us up and uh we'll do it again and uh hopefully a little bit sooner than a few months from now but uh thanks again man for coming on yeah, well, thanks for uh, having us on, Adam. Uh, always appreciated.